Hello, and thanks for tuning in to Far Above Rubies. My name is Erin Holmes, and I'm the pastor's wife at Journey Church in Henderson, Nevada. Through Far Above Rubies, we dig deeper into the Word of God, not only to find out more about who He is, but also about who we are in Him. If you enjoy the podcast, be sure to subscribe and invite your friends to do the same. Now, a short word about our sponsor. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Far Above Rubies today. As we continue our walk through this topical study on prayer, the Word, belonging to the body of Christ, and servant leadership, we are again talking about prayer today. And thank you for hanging in there with us as we dig deep, okay? We're talking about prayer, how. How do I pray when I don't have the words? When we don't have words, when words escape us, how do we pray? You have two very short reading passages um, for today. They are Genesis chapter 18 verses 12 and 13 and Romans chapter 8 verses 26 and 27. We're going to start with Genesis chapter 18 verses 12 and 13. We normally read from the New Living Translation in this group together, but today I'm starting with the message version of this scripture because it makes it very easy to understand and grasp what's being talked about. It says, Sarah laughed within herself. An old woman like me get pregnant? Then it says, God said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh? You see, in that moment, God heard Sarah's heart. God heard Sarah's heart. He heard her innermost thoughts in that moment. There are moments in life, my friend, through sorrow and pain and grief, through feeling crushed, through feeling persecuted, through feeling abandoned, that we simply do not have the words to pray. Maybe it's a lack of understanding your circumstance and you say, God, I don't even know what this is being thrown at me and I don't know how to pray about it. So how do we pray when we don't have the words? Romans chapter eight, verse 26 says, and the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. One of the answers to how do we pray when we don't have the words is to allow the Holy Spirit to pray through us. If you've been filled with the Holy Spirit, like we see in Acts chapter 2, Acts chapter 10, Acts chapter 19, and so on, then the Holy Spirit can pray through you. The idea is to not stay away from the presence of God just because you don't have the words. Just because you are speechless, don't stay out of the presence of the Lord. Well, what do I do when I get in God's presence? One answer is that you can allow the Holy Spirit to pray through you. Get into His presence, worship Him, and then about your circumstance, about what you're going through, about what you're feeling, Allow the Spirit to move through you, whether it's speaking in a heavenly language like we see all throughout the book of Acts, or allowing the Spirit to groan and moan and just let yourself weep in the presence of God. That is perfectly acceptable. God knows the heart, as we saw in Genesis. God knows the heart. Get in His presence, even if that's all you can do is weep before Him. Get in His presence. Let Him know your heart. 
If you're filled with the Spirit, allow the Spirit to pray through you and take you to deep places in prayer. God understands tears. He understands sobs. He understands groans. He even understands screams if you're angry and don't know how to express to Him what it is that you're feeling angry about. God can handle it. He's not afraid of your mess. And I think that's really the point of today's lesson is God's not afraid of your weepiness. He's not afraid of your silence. He's not afraid. He can handle all of it. Don't stay away from the presence of God because you don't have the words to say. Lastly, it is okay to say, Lord, I don't know what to pray. Please let someone pray for me. It's okay to text a friend and say, I need someone to lift me up today. I need someone to pray for me. I can recall a time when I felt very isolated several years ago. I felt extremely isolated. I felt very crushed by the circumstance in ministry that my husband and I were enduring. And for the first time in my entire life, I didn't know what to pray. I didn't know how to say, okay, God, I need this, or I need you to do that, or Lord, here's what I need you to touch. God, I need you to lift me. I need you to incur. I didn't know. I, I felt so completely and utterly overwhelmed by what I was going through, so crushed and with the heaviness of the circumstance that I did not have the words for the very first time in my life. And I sat on my stairs and tears flowed down my face, and I simply said, Lord, lay me on someone's heart and let someone pray for me what I cannot pray for myself. And I just sat there. I didn't keep praying. I just sat there and I cried in the presence of God because I knew He understood and I knew He was faithful to lay me on someone's heart no matter where they were, down the street, down the road, across town, across the country, across the world, I know that someone in that moment prayed for me because God is faithful and he knows what we need. None of these things, none of these exceptions are a free pass to stop praying. None of these things are a way or an excuse out of prayer time with God. It's not, oh, I don't have words to pray today, and again tomorrow, I don't have words to pray today, and again the next day, I don't have words to pray today. No, this is talking about, we're talking about today dire circumstances. We're talking about when life has just wrapped you up and consumed you, chewed you up and spit you out, and you don't know what to do with yourself, and you don't have the words to pray. These are some things to remind you that as long as you can get to the feet of Jesus, as long as you can get to the foot of the cross, as long as you can close your eyes and bow your head or shut the world out for just a moment, speak the name of Jesus, get into the presence of God, and He will take care of the rest. He will listen to your heart. He will listen to your tears. He will listen to your sobs and your groanings and your screams and whatever else you need to throw at Him. He will listen when you say, God, let someone pray for me. Just get to his presence. That's how we pray when we don't have the words. Just get to his presence and God will take care of the rest. Go and read both the very short passages, Genesis chapter 18 verses 12 and 13, Romans chapter 8 verses 26 and 27 and understand that the Lord has you, the Lord's hand is upon you and if you will just turn your heart to him, if you will just get into his presence, 
It doesn't matter if you don't have the words. It certainly doesn't matter if you don't have the right words. Just get to his presence. Just pour your heart out before him in any way that you can, and God will take care of the rest. If no one has told you lately, you are loved, and you are cherished, and you are valuable. You have beautiful and tremendous worth, my sweet friend, and that worth is far above rubies. Thanks for tuning in today, and I'll see you all again very soon. God bless you.